This podcast is part of the Treksphere Network. To find more Star Trek related content, visit Treksphere.com. I'm going to try something. <laughs> I'm not going to get very far. I could do the whole thing, but let's see how well it comes across on the okay. mic. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Well, because well, the next part. It was fairly what? like I could understand everything. That was good. Yeah? Very right. good. Yeah. Uh, and not just a made-for-TV remake of Undiscovered Country. I'm Jonathan. <laughs> and I'm Paul. And the criteria by which we judge these episodes. Number one. I will not be doing Donald Duck, unfortunately. <laughs> you should do your Mickey again. <laughs> no, I can't do it. It's too hard. It's too hard to do. It's like, it takes too much effort. Uh, oh, it's number, so funny, though. Number one. Just... I can't do it. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do it. No. All right, for listeners, before you you continue, uh, this was done in like the first twenty episodes, I think, of our podcast. So if you want to go back and hear some really bad analyses of <laughs> Star Trek episodes, go listen to those first dozen episodes as and Mickey see if Mouse. You can, yeah, yeah, Paul We're all done Paul, as Mickey Mouse. Paul reads <laughs> in his own voice as if he's Mickey, and it's it's great. <laughs> I don't remember which one we do. <laughs> but you didn't do that. That's like you were like I know. I was like uh, I was okay. just regular, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey boys and girls. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh number one. Yeah. Is there science fiction inherent to the episode? Is it explored in the episode? Explored. Number two, is that science fiction unique or novel in some way? And number three, is there a tale of ethical – no. Is there a ethical or moral dilemma? I'm Paul. And I'm Jonathan. And this week we watched uh, episode 19 yep. of season two of Enterprise of Star Trek. And Paramount takes forever to load, so I'm very sad that it's no longer on I any will, of the other well, – yeah. Oh, do you have it? I have it, yeah. Judgment. Oh, yeah. Didn't say that part. Judgment. Judgment. Archer stands. Episode 19 of season two of. (laughs) Sorry. Jesus Christ. Archer stands accused before a Klingon tribunal of conspiring against the the Empire and faces a lifetime sentence on Rurapente, which is, of course, a callback to Star Trek, the next country. What is it? What did you say? Undiscovered Undiscovered country. country. Is it undiscovered? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always get those two mixed up. The Next Generation and Undiscovered Country? Yeah, me too. It's going to be a long episode, and what should be a very short episode. Uh, this episode was weak. Are we moving on? <laughs> okay, well, I have a lot of... I don't think we need to go through the plot. Basically, the plot is Archer is... The Undiscovered Country. Yeah, it's the, 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 exactly, the exactly. Put those it's, two things together, that's the episode. Yep. Although, so the, the other part to it, the, the scenes when they're not on trial, we get more about the Klingon world. Like they're they're straight up. They talk to the the audience when the archer is like, "Wait, you guys? Oh no!" The Klingon says, "You didn't think we were all warriors, did you?" And he's right. like, "Uh, well, yeah, we kind of did. Yeah, because that's all we've ever seen. And you guys kill people for yep. fun." <laughs> right. See, but this is the episode that I was talking about when you were like, "How did these people get into space?" 
And this is this is how they did it. We have Klingon scientists. Well, Klingon. but see, this is the thing. Yes, they say that, except their legal system seems to be run by backwards warriors. Right. So I don't understand the part where you say we're not all warriors. It's like you kind of are because everybody – was everybody in that tribunal, the audience and the the court guy, also known as judge? <laughs> they Were they all warriors because they were acting like it? And this is the part that I hate about these types of episodes the most, these kind of uh, courtroom drama things where the opposing side – has is so ridiculously egregious that we can't like there would be no one who would take on who would agree with their stance that everybody like the 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 conflict is designed so everyone will side with Archer. It's just right. it's boring. I know it's like a cartoon or something like that. You know what have made this better is if Archer actually did something questionable morally and maybe he had his reasons, but he did something that was not nice or not good. But the effect of it, like kind of like what would happen in a next gen episode, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why make what he did? Like, why why do we have to make him infallible? I'm sorry, talking right. about Archer. Why did why do yeah. his decisions always have to be infallible in yeah. these type of situations? Right, right, yeah. Like there there was no option but to do what he did, which was the right thing. Right, boring. Yeah. Right, and again, I, I I don't want to keep harping on this, but how does a race? That is this backwards and barbaric get into space when you can be sent to a prison planet where your, your life expectancy is less than a year for speaking against the court, <laughs> right? It seems like you can only get so far as a civilization if you act that way. I mean, yeah, I think they're just you know, hot-headed and bloodthirsty, but they have times when they're not in battle and – they're not just fighting to pass the time. Which is clearly outlined in his advocate, Archer's advocate, his public defender, as it were. Right. Who we start off kind of not liking. It seems like he's, he's going to be a bad public defender, but it turns out that he knows what he's doing and is an honorable person. Uh, by the way, speaking of honorable, uh, we are vindicated in our analysis of what Worf says in a DS9 episode where it's not about honor, it's about victory and only, only can you can, you can only find honor in victory. Mm-hmm. Any victory, <laughs> meaning <laughs> no matter how you achieve said victory, that's where you find the honor. So you can all and he the, the advocate recites this, which yeah. apparently must be the Klingon motto now. <laughs> right. right, it's been said twice in two disparate shows. Yeah, so it's not that the the Klingons are fooling themselves into thinking they have honor. Like honor yes. means something different to Klingons than it does yes. to to humans. This honor right. just means winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is no honor in losing. Well, right, because there is no winning in losing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Works out. Simple math. <laughs> yeah. Right. I. I mean, this may be our shortest episode ever. I. <laughs> We've already established the plot. If you've seen Undiscovered Country and you've read the blurb, you know this episode. Um, and this episode had, like, in the quieter scenes, it had just that a little bit more of Klingon world building. But we barely uh, – this was another Archer episode, like, through and through. This was like the Western where yeah. 
you know, it just focused on, is it, yeah, his name is Scott Bakula. Okay. I was like, that sounds like a character name. Like, you know, he's, he's played so many people. He's played Jonathan Archer. He's played Sam Beckett. He's played Scott Bakula. Like, <laughs> what is it? We don't even know his name. It's like how nobody knows the name of, who's the guy that, that's like the super, he was in, um, oh, this is great. I know. I can't, I'm, I'm totally blanking on his name. I'm like, I'm making my own point. Um, he was but, in There Will Be Blood and most recently like the – about the guy who makes dresses. Javier? No. He's got three – Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, OK. It's like how nobody right, knows – He loses like, himself in the characters so much that – yeah. We like, don't know his actual – we don't even know what his accent sounds like. He's kind of right. like uh, Gary Oldman. Nobody really knows what he sounds like because every different movie he has a different accent. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's like when you get home at the end of the day and you get out of your work clothes and you realize that you were Gary Oldman filming a scene. <laughs> that's brilliant i love that <laughs> i love it um, uh yeah it's it's uh it's glorifying archer basically right when we yeah, don't need then, to do that right well then and then we have the flashback scenes where it does show a little bit more um like we do we do see more of the crew but the thing the thing about this episode is we don't know how he was captured and how he was captured away from the rest of his crew and the ship. And we don't get to see the the heist that the crew does to get him out. Yeah, all the fun stuff they cut out. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the trial. I would and, have, I mean, it would have been great if the first half, kind of like uh, Undiscovered Country, the first half of the episode was the trial and the second half was the prison break. Right. I thought it was going to be a two-parter that we had messed up again. Yeah. I right. I mean, this this really could have been a a two parter with the the court scenes being condensed condensed to half an hour, and either the first half being yeah, like the the first half kind of jumping into the the coda of the the rescuing of the refugees and showing how Archer gets caught, and then halfway through the episode, then the the rest of the episode is a trial. And then the the two part or the second part is them saving him. Yeah. And this whole concept of starting with the trial and then flashbacking, flashing back, flashbacking, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, to the incident that the trial is about. I felt like the time to do that type of thing is when it's a really interesting type of scenario where you're hearing different points of view, which we got a little bit of, right? We right. got a little bit of, but then they abandon that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that interesting of a of a scenario to really go through that kind of of structure. Right. It just it almost would have been better to just play it out linearly or chronologically, and then right, and then have it be the first twenty minutes uh, be that, and then the second twenty minutes is the prison break. This wasn't any there wasn't anything particularly interesting about this episode mm-hmm. or science fiction. For yeah, matter. no, there was. No science fiction. Again, other than Klingon world, world building, which was just told to us. There was nothing shown. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. in that that tribunal thing. Mm-hmm. I will say the one shining light in this episode was the advocate guy. I felt like I enjoyed – kind of like in the how I said about the villains in the original series. You just like listening to them. They're fun yeah. to watch. He didn't say anything particularly interesting or new, but I right. liked – he was a good actor. He was fun to be to, or to watch do that thing. Yeah, um, I I know I don't know who it was, but I know that one of them is 
Martok, who we've seen later on. And I, I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, he was, I, I recognize the voice. Oh, you mean he's been an actor? In he, yeah, he's been a Klingon later on too. Oh, I think um, Worf is in Undiscovered Country. He is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's actually Worf or it's just Michael Dorn. I believe it's Worf's grandfather. Oh. Yeah. Wait, Michael Dorn's grandfather or Worf's grandfather? Yeah, Michael Dorn is playing <laughs> his grandfather dressed up as Worf. Oh. So Michael Dorn's grandfather plays Worf <laughs> is what you're telling me. I'm yep. confused. I, I mean, I'm kind of shocked slash disappointed slash frustrated, but is there anything else to say about this episode? <laughs> no. No. I mean, other than a complete lack of security at Repente. Well, maybe. We don't know. We didn't see it. I guess that's true. And is the well, yeah, whole I, I, planet... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, that, that's what I was going to say. I would, I would guess that the whole planet is the prison and like the, the only advanced technology there is the ship that drops off the, the crew, the, the new prisoners. I was going to say, why don't they just drop people off on this planet? And let them fend yeah. for themselves. But then I, they realize that they are mining dilithium. And so they need that stuff. Oh, so, I see. Like, why Like why don't they just drop them there and ignore them? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we've been recording for now 16 minutes. And I'm out of shit to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all yeah. right. So, I mean, all, all in all, like... It, it, it is. It is. It's not a bad episode. I think it's fun to watch. Um, it's disappointing in the choices that they made and like what they chose not to explore specifically. But like you said, it was. It, it's fun to watch basically because of the acting. Um, and and Flox is in it. Yeah, and, and Flox is in it. Who actually uh, the disease that he says Archer may have or does have um, is the same disease that's from the the original series episode. The world is hollow, and I've touched the sky. Oh. Um, yeah. Which is like one of the best titles of any Star Trek episode. <laughs> yeah, they're always very poetic in the original series with their their titles, right? Yeah. Well, apparently Discovery is too. Again, we haven't watched it, but oh, and Discovery uh, is not the one with the phaser. What? That's how Friends. That's how Friends titled there. It's always oh, the one. With... Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the one with the transport confusion. Right. Yeah. One with the stupid character. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, you want to talk about Yellowstone? No. Talk about Yellowstone? I need someone to talk about with because Jesse doesn't – she does not indulge me. So right. I need to like – I need someone to vent to. All right. I want answers. <laughs> I mean does the show end? Do you get answers or no? I mean eventually it will end. Everyone will die. Okay. Basically, it's about cowboys with the heart of gold who happen to be sociopathic murderers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if I had a nickel. Yeah. I'd be so happy. Um, <laughs> Is that how that saying ends? I never knew. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, the, the newest thing about that is, um, you know, you say like if I had a nickel for every time this very specific thing happens, I would only have two nickels. But still, it's weird that that specific thing happened twice. <laughs> it's like undercutting. Yeah, the whole point of this thing. What uh, else can we not talk about? I know, right? Well, we can talk about friends. We can talk about how I met your mother. We can talk about other lighthearted sitcoms. Um, <laughs> Although no. how I met your mother, not lighthearted at times. No, this is true. This is true. Um, 
But I'm not going down that road. No, what I was going to say was if you if you are enjoying this and you have subscribed to our channel, um, our podcast, our you can find us pretty much everywhere. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Outcast. We're on Apple Tunes. Overcast, not Outcast. Uh, we actually do have a YouTube channel which um, does have playlists of the series in order of what we've watched so far. So if you kind of like a specific series, instead of hunting through all the episodes, you can just find them there. And we know that this is not probably the best episode to be uh, to be asking for help. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all like this. I don't know. Maybe maybe you like quick 15-minute soundbite episodes. <laughs> In which case, you're going to be sorely disappointed with our other episodes. Right. They're usually like 45 minutes long. Yeah. And we usually actually talk about – there's actually stuff to talk about. Yeah. But not the case. Um, what – but if you if you have just joined us, we have over 200 episodes now. So we have a lot of material for you to listen to on your way to work, while you're at work. Um, I think by now, if you listen to nothing but us, we would last about two weeks of straight eight-hour days on a, at a job. <laughs> and we're always coming out with new stuff, too. So you know. Yeah, right now we're putting out about two a week. Um, while Picard is out, we are doing those uh, episodes, reviews, as they happen. Um, and then every Wednesday we release new episodes of Classic Trek. Um, and if you slow us down to half speed, that's twice as much content right there. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Even if you slow us down to three quarter speed, um, you know, you can, that's still more content. You can slow us down to quarter speed oh, and yeah. try to decipher what we're trying to say. Um, <laughs> we will sound incredibly drunk. <laughs> I want to know what the breaking point is of listening to something at quarter speed. Like, right, you like just, when you speed it up, when you, when you, can you stop knowing what's happening? Same yeah, thing. Like same when you slow thing. it down. You just yeah. stop paying attention because you just can't. Oh, God. <laughs> what's worse? Like if you had to do a report, aside from the amount of time it would take you to listen to it, like if you had to write a report on a podcast that was an hour long that you listened to a quarter speed or at three speed, what's worse? Because the, do they both take the same amount of same amount of attention? Oh no! I would say. I mean, this is definitely going into Patreon, but this I would say that the the quarter speed is way worse because you have to have the patience to listen to it. At three speed, you have to have the focus. Right, that's true. But focus takes a lot of energy. It does, but to have the patience to listen to a f- what four hour podcast <laughs> with an hour's worth of content. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. The quarter speed would be worse. You're right. Yeah, way worse. Like, get to the point yeah. already. <laughs> I kind of want to play. I don't think there's a, the option to play something back at quarter speed on anything. Is it? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we've been uh, recording for 22 minutes now. <laughs> Is that enough? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely a decent episode. Uh, in no way a proper Star Trek episode. Yeah, yeah it was fine. Yeah. It was a fine addition to Enterprise, not really to canon, I guess. Really. Um, yeah, well, I mean, again, it expanded the canon of Star- of Klingons and Star Trek in general, but not in a way that was interesting. It was literally just people saying, what, you thought this? Well, you're wrong. And did it expand or was it stuff we already knew? No, they, like, they talked about the different, the different casts in, in Klingons, in the Klingon true. culture, you know, and this is the first time that's ever been mentioned. Okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> fine. Still not Star Trek. No. Or, sorry. True story. It's still not. Proper Star, Proper Star Trek, yes. Oh. Yeah, everything is Star Trek. Anything that has Star Trek before it. It could be, you know, <laughs> Star Trek bunkmates. 
and it's a sitcom about two people and we only like see what happens when red alert comes on and everything like that when they're in their quarters we never get to see any of the action yeah it's, and it would it's still like, be considered star trek it's how i met your star trek basically right we get it <laughs> how i met your captain yeah, yeah. <laughs> right anyway uh so i guess we should see what we're watching next yeah and you're gonna love this one. Uh oh, it's Voyager. I know. Enterprise Judgment Part Two. <laughs> what does the captain eat on Repente? Really, it's a question. That's the blurb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not Archer struggles with his diet while on Repente. No, it's that, but it's a question. You're right. It's like when you say it's like this new grammatical thing that we've been doing as a as a culture where we state we we have a sentence that is a statement but we put a a question mark on the on the end of it. Would you like to eat steak tonight? Mm-hmm. It's we're eating steak tonight. Right. Did you actually pull up the blur? I did. Or no? Yeah. I'm gonna okay. go right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready. Ready. Star Trek. The Next Generation, Season 6, Episode 12, Ship in a Bottle. A calculating Sherlock Holmesian character straps Picard and others. (laughs) No, it can't be straps. Straps Picard and others in a holodeck simulation. It's probably traps. I probably probably mistyped that. Strap in, Picard. (laughs) (laughs) You're in for a treat. What? I like that they say start uh, Sherlock Holmesian. Oh man, yeah, I know, but uh, I knew I knew this episode. Can we? Can we actually switch it? Why? Because this is the Moriarty follow-up episode. Oh, and is like, that going to matter? No, not at all. We don't need to have seen the original, but I would like to have seen the first one before we get to that one. Well, do you want to watch both? No, we're already doing two episodes oh, this week. True. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Star Trek, the original series, season one, episode 10, the Corbamite Maneuver. Yeah? Anything? Yeah, yeah. Very close to a material that's used in He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So <laughs> Which I'm is? very curious to know what the Corbomite maneuver is. What's the He-Man mineral? Um, Corridite? Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to be It's not like, oh, you're right. Good job. I'm not going to know. Like, right. You could have said anything. Uh, the blurb is, Kirk bluffs his way past what appears to be a powerful alien. Hmm, interesting. Well, it looks like from the, at least the, Amazon picture. He's shirtless and all sweaty and on his back. Interesting. All right. Yep. 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 Well, let's see why he is that way. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Paul. I've been Jonathan. And this has been the measure of an episode. But you already knew that. Nice. Last yeah. time you told me to ham it up even more. Oh, yeah. So. That's great. That's that's okay. a good nine, nine and a half. Okay, good.